Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Lee Habib, and this is Our American Stories, the show where America is the star and the American people. To search for the Our American Stories podcast, go to the iHeartRadio app to Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Up next, a story about a modern-day treasure hunt that involves whiskey and in an interesting place, the fields of Parkville, Missouri. Here to tell the story of the hunt is Matt Hawley of the Steamboat Arabia Museum in Kansas City, Missouri. Take it away, Matt. Believe it or not, there's not a lot of people looking for steamboats. It takes a certain blend of crazy to go after steamboats and the Hollies have just that right blend. My dad, David, he, my uncle, Greg, and my grandfather, Bob, they worked in HVAC. So they fixed air conditioners, refrigerators, uh, AC units for people in the Kansas City metro area. Just a blue collar family. And one day my dad took a service call to fix an air conditioner. He met a a unique guy you know um, we would probably look at him and say he's kind of a conspiracy theorist my dad walked into this guy's house and passed a room and saw pictures of bigfoot on a wall ufos on the other and tables with maps just everywhere which is scribblings notes kind of just all over the place and my dad he wasn't he wasn't really interested in bigfoot or the ufos but he's looking at these maps all over the tables and he just said, you know, what are all these little dots that you've indicated? And the guy says, well, these are all steamboats that have sunk in the Missouri River. And if someone goes down and if they find a boat 
and they sell everything they find, they will be rich beyond rich. And my dad thought that was a pretty cool idea. That sounded more fun than fixing another furnace or air conditioner. So my dad fixed the guy's unit, gets in his truck and calls up my grandpa and my uncle on their little CB radios and says, guys, meet me at Jerry's. I got a story for you. So they all go to a uh, fast food restaurant named High Boy. It was owned by a guy named Jerry Mackey. Now, Jerry Mackey and my grandfather were good friends. They learned to fly helicopters together. They went on, you know, treasure hunts together in their own rights in Colorado. They'd go through old abandoned, you know, gold mines. So everyone meets at High Boy and Jerry comes out from the kitchen and sits down in the booth with the guys. And my dad kind of recounts the story of his morning. And they all were pretty excited about that. They said, Dave, if you go find a boat, if you find one that you like, we'll go dig it. So my dad researched for years, learned the story of steamboats. In the Missouri River, there's roughly 400 sunken steamboats. Now, back in the heyday of steamboats, the Missouri River was notoriously wide and shallow, which made it very easy for the river to shift its course one way or the other. Of the 400 boats that went down, 75% went down because of tree snags. So boats would hit these submerged trees and they would sink very quickly. And around the turn of the century, the Army Corps of Engineers realized that we have a problem. Like all these boats are still sinking and the river is still pretty untamed. So they started dredging the river, getting rid of snags, and they made the river consistently narrow, more narrow and deeper, which took the Missouri River, which is very wide and made it considerably more narrow than what we see today. So now all these steamboats are no longer in the river itself. They're all in farm fields, but you can't just start walking in farm fields. You need to know what you're looking for. So my dad started trying to figure out where these boats are, came across the story of the Arabia and the story of the Arabia was general goods in the 1850s, sank just a few miles outside of Kansas City went down on September 5th, 1856, and it was the perfect steamboat to go for. Sank quickly, quickly enough that all the cargo was taken down with the boat, but all 150 passengers were able to get off the boat safely. We didn't want to have to deal with the, you know, people who didn't survive. So the Arabia, perfect. So we figured out who owned the land. The landowner was an old Wyandotte County judge, Judge Norman Sorter. And so my dad, these guys go knock on the judge's door and they say, Judge Sorter, we're not crazy, but we think there's a steamboat buried in your cornfield. And the judge kind of looks at him for a second and he says, oh, y'all are talking about the Arabia. Come here, I'll show you where it is. Uh, the judge knew all about the boat. His great-grandfather had purchased the land from the Wyandotte Indians, and they had told him that a great white ship is buried under your land. And the Arabia was kind of famous, because when it sank in 1856, it was reportedly carrying 400 barrels of Kentucky's finest bourbon. And when that boat sank, everyone was writing stories about the Arabia and the whiskey barrels. What happened to them? Are they still on the boat? Who's gonna get them? And there were several attempts to get the Arabia's whiskey. So when we showed up, you know, the judge, he was like, all right, yeah, it's another group of you guys, come here. He took us in the field, pretty much showed us. He said, it's somewhere right about here. 
And so my dad walked the field with a device called a proton magnetometer. We call it a fancy metal detector, but he was able to use this magnetometer to pick up the large iron boilers on board the Arabia. So we were able to pinpoint its location in about two and a half hours of actually walking the field. So pretty quick. We talked to the judge and we structured a deal and he said, if y'all want to waste your time and your money, you go right ahead, but you will never get down to that boat. We know where it is. The problem is 10 feet below surface, there's an aquifer, basically an underground river running through this field. And everyone who's tried to get to this boat, they've hit the water and they've not been able to dewater the field enough to get down to the boat, which is 45 feet beneath the surface. So we said, well, we'd like to give it a shot. So he said, you guys go right ahead. And you're listening to Matt Hawley tell the story of these crazy men trying to dig up the steamboat Arabia. And it took crazy men to endeavor to do that, as you just heard, and why. When we come back, what happens next? Do they dig it up? Don't they? The story of Steamboat Arabia with Matt Hawley continues here on Our American Stories. Folks, if you love the great American stories we tell and love America like we do, we're asking you to become a part of the Our American Stories family. If you agree that America is a good and great country, please make a donation. A monthly gift of $17.76 is fast becoming a favorite option for supporters. Go to OurAmericanStories.com now and go to the donate button and help us keep the great American stories coming. That's OurAmericanStories.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors in our lives, big ones and small ones. If we keep them bottled up, boy, that can be a real problem. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest, to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I know people who've profoundly benefited from therapy, learning everything from coping skills to setting boundaries in their life. You don't have to have experienced major trauma to benefit from therapy. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's safe. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash OAS today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash OAS. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash OAS. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we continue with Our American Stories, and we return to Matt Hawley and the story of the Steamboat Arabia. When we last left off, Matt's dad and a group of fellow blue-collar workers had decided they wanted to dig up buried treasure. Buried treasure in the form of a sunken steamboat called the Arabia. And, by the way, sunken on a farm. Let's continue with the story. So word got out that these, this group of guys were wanting to dig up a steamboat here in Missouri. And um, our fifth partner came along, a guy named Dave Luttrell. He owned a construction company here in the, in the area. And Dave Luttrell got a hold of us. He called Jerry on the phone one day and said, you know, I read about y'all's story in the newspaper and I own a construction company, but I've always wanted to do one crazy thing before I die. And he said, I heard about you guys and I think that's exactly what I want to do. I want to dig up a steamboat with you guys. Is that, can I come on board? And Jerry was, you know, it was a Sunday. Jerry was talking to him on the phone. He's like, actually, I'm on my way out the door to a Chiefs game. Can I call you later after the game? We'll talk then. Dave said, what section do you sit in? Turns out Dave and Jerry were both season ticket holders. They sat in the same section. They're like three rows away from each other. So Dave and Jerry got together at a Chiefs game some Sunday afternoon. And that's when Dave Luttrell became the fifth partner. So the guys started in the winter of 1988. You guys ever play the game Battleship? My family, they played Battleship in a cornfield for about three days. And what they would do is they would drill down. If they tapped on the boat, that hole would get an orange surveyor flag. And they would move over a few feet, repeat the process. If you missed, you'd get a white flag. So after a few days of doing it, you've got enough orange flags surrounding the boat. You can make a chalk outline to determine not only where the hot spot is, but how the boat is laying in the field itself. So sure enough, 10 feet down, we hit river water. And so at that point, we knew you can't just start digging, you have to get rid of the water. So we set up a series of wells. We bought 12 and each well could pump out a thousand gallons of water a minute. And we thought, oh, surely that'll be enough to get, you know, the water table down. We'll get to the boat, no problem. It ended up taking 20 to get us down to the boat itself, each pumping a thousand gallons of water every 60 seconds. So for the duration of a four and a half month dig, we were pumping 20,000 gallons every 60 seconds. And that was enough to get you down to the main deck of the Arabia. And once we got into the dig, you know, these guys were walking around sometimes in, you know, waist high water. And they said, if one pump 
went down. They were all diesel fuel generated. So they said if one of those things ran out of fuel and just shut off, you could feel the water start to rise back up on your chest. So we were truly at that tipping point. But no, we pumped down the water, we got down into the boat, and we started pulling up its cargo. Being an 1850s, what we call general store collection, a lot of these things are just the everyday things that people on the frontier needed. General supplies, food, construction, building materials, things to put in the homes. And these boats are kind of like, you know, UPS and FedEx trucks today. You know, they carry some nice things, but not like probably a gold chest of coins and, you know, rubies and diamonds. We weren't expecting to find things like that. We were looking for everyday American history. And the first barrel of things we found, we opened up the top and underneath were these beautiful china dishes, dishes from England. So during the dig, these five guys are all married and you know, all the wives are pretty good sports, letting their boys go out and dig up steamboats. You know, again, blue collar guys through and through. So the idea of digging up a steamboat is kind of different. So all the wives are a little nervous when you're spending thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars to get down just to maybe find something? You know, is there really something on board this boat? We don't know. But when we got down there and opened up this first barrel and found these dishes right off the bat, that's when all the moms and wives were like, you know what, boys, this is a good idea. You keep digging. I think this is gonna be an okay thing. So that set off a four and a half month dig that pulled up things that truly can't be found anywhere else in the world. Nature had preserved the collection so remarkably well, we found food on board that was still edible. Again, Jerry is a restaurant owner, and these guys are notorious for eating just about anything. Jerry tried pickles, butter, cheese, salt pork. Um, we actually found bottles of champagne still had carbonation inside them. Uh, not surprisingly, four of the guys were willing to try that one. So again, just an incredibly well-preserved collection and just a story of American history that you can't find anywhere else. Now, when, you're, when you get together with your buddies and you say, you know, let's, let's, go go on, let's go on this adventure together, you know, of course, the conversation becomes, how are we going to pay for this? You know, what is it going to cost to dig up a steamboat? No one's really done it before, so what do we think? And they're all, again, blue-collar guys. They work with their hands, you know, they have tools, and Dave Luttrell owns a construction company. So this guy owns bulldozers. So we're thinking, oh, it, between all of us, if we each chip in 10,000 apiece, 50,000 total, that's gonna be all the money in the world. 50,000 lasted a week and a half of the dig. So we just had to start borrowing from a bank. Uh, the dig ended up costing about a million dollars all borrowed at that point. And then, of course, we're thinking, well, once we got in the collection, we realized we can't sell these things. The story, you know, the idea originally of selling it, making a bunch of money, that was the driving force at the beginning. But when we found those dishes and we got into the collection, we were finding all these just incredible stories. We said, you can't sell something like this. You've got to keep the story together but we just borrowed a million dollars to do it. So how are we gonna recoup our money from this? And a museum was just the logical choice. So we had to go to the bank and borrow another sum of money, about half a million, to build the museum that we currently reside in. 
So we opened the doors three years to the day that we started the excavation. November 13th, 1988, we started the dig. We opened the doors here at the museum, November 13th, 1991, about 1.5 million in debt. But we are proud to say we've paid back all loans and we've kept the museum open 100% on ticket sales. We brought up 200 tons of lost cargo and we looked at all this stuff and these guys are saying, you know, we're fast cleaners, you know, so we'll get through everything. We'll have it clean, preserved, on display. It won't take more than eight or nine years to do. We have been now cleaning the Arabia collection for about 33 years. And at this point, I think I heard a little while ago, we have somewhere, I think between 40 and 50 tons still to go. And at this rate, we think that'll take probably another 10, maybe 12 years of, of nonstop preservation. The question of what happened to the whiskey or where is the whiskey? I get that every single day. And I always kind of laugh at folks and I say, sad story. We never found the whiskey. We believe all those barrels had been stored on the main deck of the boat. So when it started to sink, the river wiped them all downstream. Now I hope, my genuine hope, is some good old boy farmer was just downstream fishing that night, kind of relaxing, doing his thing, and he saw one barrel float by, and he's like, well, that's interesting. Looks up, sees 400 more coming down right behind, and oh, he had one heck of a party. That's, that's what I hope happened. And a special thanks to Katrina Hine and to Monty Montgomery for gathering that story and producing it. And a special thanks to Matt Hawley, who is the self-described and glorified museum tour guide. And the museum is the Steamboat Arabia Museum in Kansas City, Missouri. If you're ever in that neck of the woods, drop by. This is the kind of Americana that we love to tell stories about. We've done a story about the Toaster Museum, the Salt and Pepper Shaker Museum, the Neon Light Museum, and, of course, our lawnmower racing show, our tank collector. We have a guy who collected tanks. I'm talking tanks, like real military tanks. And my goodness, what a story this is. As Matthew mentioned, it takes a lot of crazy to want to collect steamboats. And, my goodness, the story of how the Missouri River, well, it led to a lot of sinking of steamboats, was fascinating in and of itself. 400 sunken steamboats. And then the Army Corps of Engineers went to work, narrowed that river, deepened it, and the next thing you know, those sunken steamboats were sunken in farm field. And my goodness, one and a half million dollars later, this little adventure, well, it turned into this museum and how the wives managed to stay on board and how these guys kept their marriages intact. Maybe that's another story. The story of the Steamboat Arabia Museum here on Our American Story. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.